0: Studios. This, this is After Nine with Scott and Cat. Hey now, happy Thursday, everybody! Welcome to After Nine. Cat is off until tomorrow. Dave Blizzard is going to fill in one more time, and holy shit, do we have some stuff to talk about?
1: It's uh, it's a day of O's, O's, Trudeau, Lizzo, <laughs> uh-huh, and
0: Metro. Metro. I do want to talk about Metro. You know. There was a part of my life where I hated unions, and I thought, these union people, rah, 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 rah. They've done a few things that have actually impressed me lately, and and I really like what they did for their workers yesterday, the striking metro workers. So we'll get to that coming up. First off, it's the biggest story in Canada. Top five around the world, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his wife Sophie Gregoire are separating after 18 years of marriage. They made it official yesterday, wrote that they remain close With deep love and respect for each other. They have three children between 9 and 15 years old. They are done. They asked for privacy. And there's so many different angles to this story. But I'm going to start off with that angle that they've asked for privacy. Because I'm really not sure how to feel about this one. And I'll tell you why. The Prime Minister, his personal life is absolutely, it's his entitlement to keep it private. But he hasn't always kept it private, and he has, at times, brought Sophie out as uh, whatever he brought her out for. Either, hey, here's my wife, or you know what, it would be great if my wife came out and did this. And he does it for a lot of different reasons. So Sophie was injected into the public, and she has... Used taxpayer-funded staff and vehicles and transport and accommodation and food and this, that, and the other thing. So I understand the arguments both sides for why people think they're either entitled to no more or why people think this is none of our business. I get the arguments. In this case, I don't see it that way though, Dave. I, uh, let's just be real. The rumor that they separated has been floating around for years. There's a lot of people out there that believe they've actually been separated since 2021, at least. And and right or wrong, I don't know if we'll ever know. She is writing a book, but I don't know if she's going to say that in there. It seems like, or there's a possibility that they haven't actually been together for years. Which makes me wonder, why yesterday? Why did that story drop yesterday? Did it just get made official, or are they looking for... Uh, something to distract away from how bad the economy is? Is it political? Is it, did she just have enough? Did she say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm tired of being married to you. Start telling people
1: we're not together anymore because you've been telling them for three years we are and we're not. What if, in a weird, crazy way, this is just, now they've decided this. What if they, for the last few years, had been separated, as the rumors suggest, um, but they were trying to work on it? You don't just come out and, and tell everybody, hey, buddy, uh, we're getting divorced, or, or maybe, we're not sure yet. Let them work it out. If the, if that is truly what happened, then they deserve that opportunity to do that. Absolutely. And it, it, who, it's, who's to say that it should take a, a day, a week, a month, a year, three years? Who's to say that? So maybe they were trying to work it all out and and it it just didn't work. And that's okay. That's a very human thing. It's totally normal. And maybe there isn't some underlying reason why or strategic reason why it, it went down the way it did or when it was announced when it was. I don't know. I'm... Maybe I'm being naive, but I'm going to lean on the human side of this and say there's probably a lot of nuance that we will never know about. We'll never know the details.
0: I know that they've asked for privacy, and I don't expect the prime minister is going to talk about this much. I don't think she will talk about it at all. She, meaning Sophie Gregoire. But isn't it a fair question to ask, when did the separation take place? When either did you separate or start living apart? Because it's almost like the elephant in the room. Everybody in Ottawa believes that the Prime Minister and his wife have been separated for a while. It's like this thing that everybody knows that nobody talks about. Uh, The report is that she's been living at the Prime Minister's retreat at Harrington Lake in Quebec, while the Prime Minister lives at Rideau
1: Cottage on the grounds of Rideau Hall. And by the way, I just want to say how much it made me laugh when people were like, that son of a bitch is at the cottage all the time. like, that's not, it's not not a cottage, it's... (sighs) Like, let's not be so simple. Yeah. You can question the, the
0: cost of the renovations at that cottage because sure. they're basically building a brand new one on the grounds of the one they have. And it's costing a lot of money, but it's not. They're entitled to their residence.
1: They're entitled to their retreat. It's not a cottage like you're going up north for the weekend. No. So people were so like, it was just too simple. Like, you just don't know it, but you, you have all the rage in the world. Anyway, go ahead. The
0: reason I want to know when they separated or when they started living apart is because Again, like you said, and you're absolutely right, this is their personal thing. Divorce is a deeply personal thing. To make that decision, to say it's over, to break the promise, and that's what your vows are, you're you're making a commitment. To end all that is incredibly stressful to go through, and I'm coming to you as a person who's been through it. With the kids involved, With too. kids involved, and that's the thing. My kids were mid-teens, the same age as Trudeau's kids are, two of them anyway, and I... I I have a feeling I could relate to whatever conversations have been happening. And that's their thing. That's their family thing. They're allowed to do it. They're entitled to do it. It's almost a grieving process. You're grieving the loss of a relationship. And it's tough to go through, especially when you got to go through it alone. One person gets the kids. The other person does not. And that first night that you sleep alone is one of the hardest nights of your life.
1: And, you know, from then on, you also have to maintain a relationship with that person in a different form. And it's completely foreign to how you've lived with that person for however long you lived with them. In this case, 18 years. But what I would say about the timing is, and this is where I think we might
0: be entitled to ask that question, and we might be even entitled to an answer. I think it's fair game not to talk about the kids at all, but to ask how long they've been separated or living apart. And the reason I think that's relevant is because there is so much fuel on that fire that they've actually been separated for years. And we've seen... Sophie, with Justin Trudeau. We saw her at uh, the wedding of Harry and Meghan. We saw them at the coronation of the king, the funeral of the queen, and God knows what else. They certainly didn't give the impression that there was anything wrong. They certainly presented themselves as the same old happy husband and wife that they always had since 2015 when they really came into the spotlight together. There was no reason to think that there was anything going on. And if they weren't a couple, if they were separated, if this was just Sophie saying, all right, I'll go along with it to keep your image up, to keep you in office, to, to not throw you under the bus. Maybe they even have an agreement that stipulated that. Who knows? I don't know. But if she went along with it and he brought her along to create the image that they're a happy couple. And this is still the quote unquote, first lady of Canada. I think that's shady. And I think that's misleading the Prime Minister could have gone to any of those things stag if he truly
1: does not have a date. But what if they're... I'll go back to the same point again. What's the difference? In the, in this case, I say, if they're working it out or trying to work it out, why does that have to become public knowledge? No, that part doesn't. So let's say the last three years they have been trying to work it out. So when they go to the coronation or when they go to the funeral or when they go to the wedding or whatever it may be, they're two people trying to work together... And yeah, they do have a united front because that's what people knew of them. I, I don't fault them for that. And and if, if there's anything shady going on, I, I have a hard time finding it. You don't
0: think it's misleading the public to present that image and that persona? What's the difference to the public? Okay, well, the difference would be if she's not the husband, or sorry, the spouse of the prime minister, she loses some entitlements. She loses some staff. She will still maintain her security detail, thank God, because... It seems like every high-profile politician needs heavy security these days. Uh, She will lose some access to resources. She's even losing her place to live. She's got to move to a private place, and apparently she's already moved out. She's got somewhere in Ottawa, and they say that the kids are currently living with the prime minister at Rideau Cottage. But if she wasn't technically his spouse at the time, or even a separated spouse, she wouldn't have been entitled to all that stuff for all that long.
1: But you're still married when you're separated.
0: You are, but you do lose some entitlements. I mean, they're separated now, not divorced. They have a legal separation agreement, and and that is what means that she has got to be excluded from the staff, the writers, the
1: the makeup, whatever the government pays for that the Liberal Party of Canada doesn't pay for. And maybe that separation is now officially new. Why would you go through that process if you're working it out and you happen to work it out? Okay. But what if that agreement was signed three years ago? Then that's shady.
0: That's but, shady, right? But we right? don't that's know it, that that's the case. And all I'm asking is when did it happen? And right. if it did happen two, three years ago, like most people believe it did, then then why was this persona created? Why were the resources continued to be extended? and And why not go public with it then? We've had at least one, maybe even two elections since they separated. And and you'd think that that would be relevant information considering he likes to portray himself as the happy, hard-working family man who rolls up his sleeves and then bumps his fucking head playing with the kids. Or did he? Oh, don't. start! <laughs> Come on. Or d- Come hey, on. Dave, Dave. What are we doing Dave, here? Dave, the man came out with a cut on his head and a bruise under his eye. Uh-huh. Two days later, he announces he separated from his wife.
1: So we're just going to anecdotally throw around spousal
0: abuse? No, no. I'm just pointing out that's an interesting coincidence. Jesus. It's like, a coincidence. You get a, you sure. Get a, you
1: get a bruise on your arm. Am I going to go, well, looks like your girlfriend had uh, something to say to you last night. <laughs> like, what <laughs> the heck? No way. I know you're kidding, but I mean, this is the fuel that feeds those... Those people who live and die by their love or hatred for politicians. How do you feel about this one? It was Joe Warmington from the
0: Toronto Sun that actually proposed it first, and he suggested that the prime minister is absolutely entitled to privacy. The most recent example of a politician asking for privacy because of his personal life has been John Tory, and John Tory absolutely got it. That request for privacy was fully respected because he stepped down. And Joe's suggesting that if the Prime Minister would like to be entitled the privacy that he's asking for, then he should step down.
1: You wouldn't say that if it was the person you're supporting. He's a known conservative. He's a known critic of of the Liberal government and Trudeau. Very, very directly about Trudeau. If it was the guy he's supporting or if it was the woman he's supporting, he would have... I say it all the time on the podcast, and I'm getting sick of saying it, but it's that partisan politics... It's the rules are different for your team than it is for the other team. It's not a fucking team sport. Stop it. This is our country, for God's sake. We're all supposed to be on the same team. Ultimately, we're on the same team. This is crazy. Okay. I've heard some theories. Like <laughs> You're like, all right then. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm not
0: disagreeing with you. I, I, I hear exactly what you're saying, and, and you're living in an ideal. In the real world right now, though, this country is so divided and if you go back to where the division began, I think that a lot of people would point to a certain election that we had just over a year ago where the whole thing was run on division. Or is it two years ago? Yeah, I don't even remember when that election knows. was. Uh, I read an interesting couple of theories about this. Tell me if there's any meat on the bones here. They're actually not divorcing. They're still very much a couple. But an on-paper separation splits the assets. And would protect the assets if the Prime Minister ends up in some legal trouble. This would be a way to shelter half the money.
1: Is everybody a Hollywood scriptwriter? Well, I'm sure as
0: shit not. I'm telling you some of
1: the theories <laughs> I've read. <laughs> it's, it's, that's a theory. Yeah, but we will, God, we will perform mental gymnastics to try our damnedest to make sure that we paint the person that we don't like as an evil villain. I don't, David. listen, I'm going to say this very clearly. I, I, he's not my favorite Prime Minister. At all. But I'm not going to sit here and assume that he has uh, some pact with the devil and he's the worst human being on the planet. He's He's a human who is flawed like every single one of them. And I'm just like, I'm just so tired of it. I'm so tired that we can't have civil discourse with each other anymore. We can't disagree with decency and it bothers the shit out of me. What do you think liberals would
0: be doing if Steven and Lorene Harper had announced they were separating? Probably well, the same thing. Probably the same thing. Which
1: which sucks. It, it sucks both ways. Yes. And it's never a good enough reason to say, well, that's why I'm doing it because the other guy did it. So if my neighbor, and I don't think he would do this because he's a nice guy, but if my neighbor decided to go out and stab somebody, do I get to say, well, he stabbed somebody? No. I don't get to do that. Right. I don't get to just say, well, my team can cheat because your team cheated. That is completely throwing the rule book out the door, and then you live in chaos. It doesn't work that way. At some point, somebody needs to be the adult in the room and stand up and say, I don't care what the other guy did. I'm going to live by the rules, and I'm going to do this for the right way. It's called S- taking the high road. Somebody needs to do it. Somebody needs to take that lead and be the bigger person and stop bringing them everything into the fucking mud. I'm so frustrated with it. We don't get anywhere, and it's just getting worse. Bodog has released odds. <laughs> no, I'm
0: not gonna I'm not arguing with you. I agree with you. I just think that you're living in a fantasy world at this point because it's too far gone. You're talking about an ideal, and yes, in an ideal world it would be.
1: But So you know, do we just keep spinning out of control until everything blows up? Until and we're he's all gone. Dead?
0: Until he's gone.
1: And then the other guy comes in, and then everybody bitches about him. And then it's gonna be the
0: exact same thing in reverse. Liberals are taking note in Canada. Because it's highly likely. I I believe it was a 90% probability that if an election were held anytime soon, Pierre Polyev would at least win a minority, possibly a majority. So liberals, this is your chance. You keep track of all the shit that goes on that you don't like, and you feel free to go ahead and throw it at Pierre Polyev. And I'm sure you would have anyway. You didn't need me to tell you that. In turn, though, it's working the opposite in America. The Republicans, who feel that they've been cheated are taking notes on Joe Biden, and the second Biden's gone... Well, actually, they're doing it now. They're not even waiting. They're just going after that guy.
1: Well, most of them don't really believe they were cheated, but they. this is a strategy. Um, I don't know. I disagree with that. I think it's bullshit. I, if the, We I, can circle back. Yeah. Can we
0: make Trump end in an O? Because it was an O theme yeah, it's an the O theme. Yeah, Trump O. Okay, well, I do want to get to Metro and stuff, and I know you got to go. How about this? Trump's in trouble. Oh. Oh. There we go. That's how we got the O in. Twice impeached and three <laughs> indictments. Oh, boy. Um, there, there are from Bodog, a series of odds where you can actually bet on who the prime minister will be dating next. (laughs) This is amazing. But let's talk about just quickly here. The other elephant in the room, the odds on favorite with minus 170 odds is that the prime minister's next significant other will be foreign affairs minister, Melanie Jolie.
1: Is it because affairs is in her title?
0: (laughs) So people are like, oh, that must be it. Almost as many people that believe the prime minister and Sophie Gregoire have been separated for several years believe that Melanie Jolie is the reason and that there is a relationship happening there. There's people in Ottawa who know. There's people in the nannies know. The Sophie knows. Justin knows. Melanie may or may not know. I don't know if this actually happened or not. But there's certainly a lot of people that believe that Melanie Jolie and the Prime Minister either had or are having some sort of a relationship, even though she's in a relationship. She's got a new boyfriend, I think. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I I try not to give a shit about what politicians do in their personal lives. Well, you know, they bring us into it. I was watching the cabinet shuffle last week and Melanie Jolie showed up with her boyfriend and I thought, oh, well, maybe she's not banging the Prime Minister. Maybe she is, though. I have no idea what's going on. That's why I dislike
1: the game of politics because it's so disingenuous. But it's number one in the
0: odds, though, Dave, and it's Melanie Jolie. Yeah. And if Bodog's going to put money on it, they've got to believe it.
1: Yeah. Well, who else is on this list? Because this will add credibility or completely erode the credibility of Bodog in this sense. Second best odds of who
0: the prime minister will end up with next. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> See what I mean? Okay, but. Come on. Kim Kardashian, A, is very, very political. She's at the White House regularly. She's gone out and got her law degree. She lobbies for black prisoners who have been imprisoned improperly to be released from jail. She does a lot of political work. Justin Trudeau is a very well-known, prominent politician that happens to be on the same side of the aisle that Kim Kardashian's on. We know she's not afraid to reach out and shoot her shot. She may have already slid into his DMs and said, Hey...
1: And there is a lot of thirst for JT around the world. Some people still love the guy. I've heard him called Zaddy quite often, and it makes me feel weird.
0: That's creepy, too.
1: Fuck. Uh,
0: Plus 900 odds. This is just a gimmicky one, but Celine Dion.
1: Yeah, and why? I can't see that. How old do they think Justin Trudeau is? Angelina Jolie. I can see that. Can you really? Very politically active. Well, they've they've spent some time with the UN, and and you now maybe there's a connection there. Who knows? Maybe there is. There's got to be a reason that randomly
0: Angelina Jolie showed up on this list, unless they were just going with anybody they could think of named Jolie. Charlize Theron, Cher, Mariah Carey. Oh come on. Tyra Banks, all on the list. Why would they be? List. Why
1: would Mariah Carey be on this list?
0: I don't know, but if you guessed Mariah Carey and they actually end up together, that's
1: fucking brilliant. What if it's somebody like, um, like an Emily Ratajkowski or, hmm. um, uh, like a Kate Beckinsale? Ooh, like I'm throwing, I'm throwing it. Uh, let's. I know she's taken, but what about Rihanna and JT? What a power couple that would have been.
0: You know, I mean, hey, there's uh, uh, possibilities are endless. One of the things that's interesting here, though, is none of them are, other than Melanie Jolie, none of them are politicians, and there's a few, No, no, no guys on the list, but there are some people who, 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 possibly, we don't know the prime minister very well, he may be into guys, and they didn't put any guys on this list. I think
1: the only guy that belongs on the list when it comes to these odds is Pete Davidson, because he's everybody's next. Yeah, and he's another one who's not afraid to slide into the DMs. I think hey Justin call me. Come I, to Staten Island. I think I might end up hooking up with him if, if my marriage goes <laughs> sideways. It, it's just it, he's there. He's there all the time. He must be like a great shoulder to cry on or something. He because he's right there. He's very well connected. He must be. Absolutely um, is. And if he wants to be introduced to somebody, he can. By the way, can I just throw as a last note on this because I did watch and, and sadly got sucked into some of the troll behavior on social yesterday. People celebrating the divorce. Like, it's some sort of a thing that they accomplished and ha ha ha, look what he's got to go through. Like, just be a a human for once. Like, give me a break. All I thought when I heard it is, why are
0: they announcing this now? Because I don't think that the separation papers were signed on Sunday or something like that. So why are they announcing this now? and how long have they been separated? Those are the only two questions that cross my mind, and mainly from a practical standpoint. Also, because if the prime minister was going through a ton of personal shit, and the kids and his wife were living in another province, he was dealing with COVID on his own, and dealing with a shit ton of personal issues, and not just COVID. we got a lot of shit going on. Chinese interference. We've got all sorts of stuff happening. If he was distracted by that, then I think that's a relevant thing for Canadians to understand.
1: Yeah, but to celebrate, though? You should never do that. Like, a- any relationship. There was, there was some right-wing guy. I don't give his name any credit whatsoever, but he made some sort of a joke like, uh, ooh, I wonder which one of them's going to find a boyfriend first. Like, um. I, can, why are we making gay Like, gay jokes are not funny. Like, why? why gay is we, not an insult. It's not an insult. Stop doing that. Yeah. It, it, like, have we learned nothing N- at all? It's 2023. I mean, let's maybe the theme for next year. If you want to write off 2023, fine. But maybe the theme for 2024 is let's grow up.
0: Hey, I said grow up just randomly back in February, and it has stuck with me. I use grow up so often in a day. It's crazy. I used to just roll my eyes and say, what the fuck? Now yeah. it's just grow up. Grow up. Fuck seriously. Up. Uh, yeah. I, I, Again, they're entitled to their privacy. Even as the prime minister, he's entitled a private life. Those two questions I want answered. How long have you been separated or living apart? And at any time, have you misled the Canadian people about your relationship status? Those are things that I think are fair to ask.
1: She's not on the list, but what if? And the rumor was that she was dating Mitch White, who was recently uh, designated for assignment by the Blue Jays. Um, Margot Robbie, Barbie, can you imagine the prime minister? Is with Barbie? Is he not the ultimate Ken doll for some people?
0: For some people, you're <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so a couple more things that we're going to blow through quick, and then I'm because we we're going to do Donald Trump. Oh, oh. let's uh, let's blow through these. I don't like this. What happened yesterday? 3,700 Metro grocery store workers who are on strike right now, legally on strike, fighting for higher wages, found out via letter that metro has cut off their health their health benefits their group benefits they're no longer entitled to them and so i decided uh, let me take a look here and see if this is if this is reasonable or okay and there's no shortage of people who think fuck you if you withdraw your service you don't get any compensation you don't get to take advantage of your benefits but then i see some of the public unions that are still very much covered under their benefits even when they're on strike And I'm trying to figure out what's right and what's wrong. And I don't know the legal answer to that. But the human answer to that is it's never okay to cut somebody off of their benefits. Even if you fire somebody, you've got to keep their benefits going through the notice period. We have people that are reliant on prescriptions and physiotherapy and all sorts of shit that benefits covers that they can't, especially with no income coming in because they're on strike. They can't do that. And this is not an illegal strike. It's not. It's a legal strike. I don't understand how Metro can do that, and I also don't understand how Metro can possibly ever try and convince us again that they care about their staff and that they care about the Canadian people. Because yeah. it doesn't seem that way if you're cutting off people's health benefits. That's
1: not the move to make if you're trying to show, listen, we're, we're trying to be compassionate, and we're trying to be fair. Well, that's not fair at all. I don't think it is either. To, to fuck with somebody's health benefits yeah. like that,
0: that, that's not right. But I will give Metro credit. Clearly, someone at head office listens to After 9.00 thank you for doing the right thing and donating the perishable foods, which are not being sold to the daily bread food bank. Amazing. Good stuff. An Oscar nominated filmmaker, the latest to speak out about Lizzo, Sophia Nahali Allison posted on social media yesterday. She traveled with Lizzo in 2019 to direct a documentary and quit after two weeks. She claims Lizzo treated her with disrespect she witnessed arrogant, self-censor, self-centered, self and unkind behavior. That came, came just, claim came, fuck me, who wrote, oh, I wrote it. <laughs> you wrote it. That claim <laughs> came just a day after three former dancers accused the Grammy winner of sexual harassment. This is, uh... Where there's smoke, there's usually fire.
1: This was a out of left field thing, though, because, you know, Lizzo's all about the body positivity and, and is all about, um... You know feeling good about yourself and celebrating each other and and celebrating differences and things like that so when we had the the fat shaming allegations come in I thought wow that just it just she won an Emmy for her show that Mm -hmm. was about big girls it just to me it seemed like really really implausible that, that that's her. And that's her behind the scenes, but we don't know. We're not behind the scenes. Lizzo's released a statement today basically denying
0: all the allegations, saying everything has been fabricated or blown up, and she wants to defend her reputation. So we're in a she said, they said kind of situation. And they said, she said. And I don't quite know who to believe, but one thing I haven't seen here at all is receipts. I haven't seen any proof at all that what Lizzo is accused of doing was actually done.
1: Somebody posted a video, uh, an older video, of her being excited about going to some sex show in the Red Light District. And I don't know that that's proof of anything.
0: I I, I don't think she's denying that she was there. The accusation is that while there, she encouraged one of or all of the dancers to touch the breast of one of the women who was performing on stage. And, and sure, that, that could be considered sexual harassment. I don't know the context or anything surrounding no. the situation, but there's some accusations there. The thing is, I don't know where we go from here. They're suing Lizzo. Lizzo's vehemently denying the allegations, says she's going to defend her reputation, but the only way to do that now is in court. And if it turns out that Lizzo is the one telling the truth here, how much harm has to happen to her reputation before she's cleared? And will it ever go back to the way it was? It's like the Johnny Depp situation again. Well, the
1: court of public opinion will decide well before it ever gets to court.
0: I fucking hate the court of public opinion. (laughs) Let me tell you that. I hate it.
1: Uh, I, I hate when the decision comes from them.
0: President Donald Trump returning to Washington today. But not triumphantly, is he? No, it's not for an inauguration. He's going to confront new charges related to his effort to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. It's going to play out just steps from Capitol Hill in a courtroom. Supporters stormed Congress on January 6th, 2021. Trump faces four new charges, and he has denied all of them. He says this is the Biden White House using the justice system as a weapon to suppress their political opponent and to distract from the serious allegations that are coming out daily, basically, against both Hunter Biden, the president's son, and against Joe Biden himself. And that story has evolved quite a bit over the last little while. So we'll start off with Donald Trump. He's being accused of inciting a riot, leading a mob. Uh, I think it was was basically one notch below treason is what they're criminally accusing him of. Now, Trump's going to argue free speech. You're allowed to say what you want to say. Did he cross the line and incite violence? When he said, we're going to fight like hell, did he mean that metaphorically? Or did he mean literally, you're going to go in that building and start fucking looking for Nancy Pelosi? Well, that's what people did. That's what people did, yeah. Is that what Trump wanted done? Is that what Trump hoped would happen? These are all things that are speculative that they're going to have to prove in order to get Trump uh, convicted. Now, I'm going to assume that Trump will opt for a a jury. And if that's the case, if he goes uh, trial by jury, he'll probably have a hard time getting a fair trial in Washington. But if you put 12 people in a room, are you? what are the odds you find 12 different people that hate Donald Trump? Because I think a lot of that is going to come down to politics
1: again, even in a jury pool. Well, and I think people that are very defensive of Trump forget that this was a federal grand jury that indicted him. This wasn't this wasn't Biden doesn't indict people. Merrick Garland doesn't indict people. It, it's not how that works. It's not how the system works. And this is going back years. This isn't this isn't something that just happened this week. And they can call down to the office down on the third floor and say, I need to write up this paperwork. This has been going on for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, they've certainly had enough time to get their case together. Yeah. So and it sounds like they have prepared a case that feels pretty substantial. Now, again, don't know all of the details and we'll learn them as it comes out. But it just is not a, it's, it's not a, um, it's not just something that was just tossed together. Yeah. Unless they were directed to do this, or unless this
0: is a prosecutor who wants to make a name for himself, maybe set himself up for a future Supreme Court appointment or something like that. Who knows the motivation for bringing the charges? I don't think it's irrelevant for Trump to point out, Hey, listen, they keep laying these indictments. This was years ago that this happened. They happen to lay these indictments as I'm running again for president of the United States. He's asked that we put off the charges until after the election. That shouldn't be a problem because the courts don't think he's a flight risk. They didn't even confiscate his passport. And most people who are accused of serious crimes would have their passport confiscated.
1: The game plan that he has had for years and years and years, even before politics, was deny, shift, blame. Yep. Deny, shift, blame. Deny, shift, blame constantly over and over and over again this is not new it's just this is probably as big as it's gotten if i were donald trump's legal team and i know he's had a bunch of horrible
0: legal advice over the years in fact just yesterday his former vice president mike pence said donald trump was surrounded by incompetent lawyers that just told him what he wanted to hear not what he should have actually been told with official legal advice as president i uh he's questioning the results of the 2020 election. that's not illegal They're trying to make it illegal. They're trying to make statements like that illegal. They want you banned if you dare question the results of the 2020 election. Wouldn't it then be fair to then go back and prosecute all those people who questioned the legitimacy of his election that claimed Russian hackers were the ones who got Donald Trump elected? People have been calling bullshit on election results for a very, very long time. I don't think it's a good idea to go down that slippery slope that we start throwing people in jail for questioning democracy itself. And that's at the core of democracy is voting. There was a lot of irregularities. Is there any proof that the election was tampered with? No. But there certainly are reasons that you can ask questions, and that should probably be, probably be Trump's defense. Hey, listen, it's completely implausible that bellwether states, was it 11 of them? 11 bellwether states or 11 bellwether counties that had never been wrong all got it wrong on that day. Isn't it fair to question some of the votes that came in? We should be allowed to do that. The whole process should be transparent. Back at the time, I was saying there needs to be more transparency because people need to know and believe that what happened was legit. And frankly, nobody's been able to come out and say it
1: wasn't tampered with or it was tampered with. Was it the Georgian electors that he was on the phone with? I'm trying to I may I might be getting two stories mixed together here, but was it was it them that he was on the phone with saying, find these votes like a very specific number of votes. I have a different theory about that. Yeah, you're absolutely right.
0: He, uh, the way I interpreted that conversation was there's votes that have been suppressed. There's probably votes that have been dumped that are not legitimate votes. But none of that matters. If I win, I just need a few more votes. So whether you find votes that have been stuck in the trash can or you find votes that were not legitimate, that shouldn't have been counted for Biden in the first place, I believe I won. All you, you don't need to figure out every vote that came in in the state. You just have to figure out enough to make it right. I don't know if he would have or would have won or lost Georgia. I'm really not sure. It was close to begin with. A little too close, if you ask me, because it usually doesn't go down that way. But I, I don't think that what he was saying was make up votes. He wasn't saying go print some votes so that I have a few more.
1: But you lose your credibility. Not you, but the argument loses its credibility. I lost mine years ago. <laughs> the, the, your reputation's out the window. Um, when you only question it one way, uh, because there are some counties... That when they recounted and and made sure of everything, they said, oh, yeah, there's actually a lot more votes, but there are Bidens. Yeah. You know, and and you can't just say, well, if we lose, it's fraud. But if we win, then it's all good and gravy and everything's wonderful. I mean, if you think back,
0: all the polls implied he was going to win. The bellwether states that had never been wrong were all wrong the the uh i'm not even going to bring up the voting machines cuz they're suing for that now so i'll just don't stay out of that don't you dare say a word <laughs> Uh, in fact, there was overseas votes. There was military votes. Some of them counted. Some of them didn't count. There was a whole big mess. And, and I mean, it's not even the first time America, apparently the world leader in democracy has fucked up an election. Don't forget when when Bush beat Gore and they were holding up ballots. And and if the punch didn't go all the way through, if it was still dangling, they counted that for the other person. Like it's fucking crazy how archaic the American system is.
1: I would just like to go on record and say that, um, uh, you know, if you want a perfect election, then Dominion must be your selection. <laughs> I want to make sure that that's very clear, that that is our stance in this. I do not have billions of dollars to be sued for. Uh, hello, Dominion. Hey, Hi, Dominion. what's up? Uh, How a- you been? <laughs> I
0: just think that, you know, Trump can make this accusation the same way people have been accusing it of going the other way many, many times in the past. Uh, to go after him criminally for some of this stuff, I, I I'm not sure that it's not a political persecution, certainly whether it is or isn't half the con more than half the country believes it is. And every time they go after Trump, his poll numbers go up even more. It's almost like they're, they're willing him on to a win Why, unless he actually gets convicted and goes to jail. So they want this done before the election. Trump wants it done after the election. And Trump doesn't want this in Washington
1: because he doesn't think he can get a fair trial there. And he might not be wrong. Sure, but he's he's perfect at distracting from the point. And now him saying, "Well, I'm not going to get a fair trial," and it's this and that and well, uh it's a it's um a, a democratically appointed judge and and they have this kind of leaning and that kind of it's taking away. It's con again, it's the same deny and shift blame. His distraction technique technique has been the same for years. Sure, he's getting you to pay attention to a different thing so you don't focus on the main part of it, which is his wrongdoing or alleged wrongdoing. Well, we
0: haven't talked about Joe Biden yet. I think at some point we probably should, but all political parties will call up something for a distraction. Mm -hmm. Isn't it a little weird that we found out aliens actually exist and we have the body of at least one of them? And Justin and Sophie Trudeau are divorcing in the same week. Meanwhile, there's a lot of other shit going on that's not getting much attention because we get so fixated on the big stuff.
1: Do you, like think, that. That, do you think they announced that they're, that they're divorcing because they don't want anyone to focus on the aliens? No, I think the aliens are part of the distraction. <laughs> I think that Orr Trudeau is
0: fucking an alien. Well, <laughs> is that on Bodog? It's not on there, uh. but I'm adding it. Uh, a couple of dates that, that I saw on Twi- X? X. What Twitter? do we call it? It's still Twitter. I still call it Twitter. It's always going to be Twitter to me. In any case, I saw some tweets yesterday, and I thought, there's no way. But I actually looked it up, and it's pretty close. March 17th, Hunter Biden admits that the laptop, the infamous laptop, exists. March 18th, Donald Trump indicted. June 8th, FBI document alleges Joe Biden received bribes as vice president for his dealings in Ukraine related to his son. July 9th, Trump indicted. July 26th, Hunter Biden plea deal collapses. He will go to trial. The judge didn't like the deal that the DOJ cut for him. The next day, Donald Trump indicted. Is it possible that they are just punting this shit back and forth to try and control the media narrative or to distract away from the bad news that they don't want out there?
1: Yeah, I guess it's possible both ways. But, you know, like you said before, um, there's where well, there's smoke, there's fire, most cases. Yep. Um, the guy doesn't get indicted three times if there's nothing there. The guy, you know, the, the work that was put in, I need to respect law enforcement. I need to respect the courts and I need to have faith that the system works. So I would really hope that they don't stand up at a podium and announce an indictment on a willy nilly kind of, by the way, we need a distraction. Can you go ahead and, and, and claim the, some of the highest crimes you can commit as a president? I hear what you're
0: saying there. Absolutely. You'd love to think that they're not doing that. Yeah. We don't know that they are or aren't. We just know the way it looks. And frankly, it looks bad. The honest to God truth. Did Trump, uh, is is he guilty of some of this shit? The classified documents thing, he's fucking guilty. We all saw them hauling the documents out of there. He did it. Is it something that you prosecute him over? No.
1: Come on. Grow up. That was, that. <laughs> that's not, I don't know if that's where you use grow up, but that, that, <laughs> did I use it out of context? Yeah, I think so because when he's <laughs> bragging, look what we're going to do to Iran or whatever, whoever it was he was talking about attacking, he's showing plans to just, oh, you see this? Yeah, classified. I could have declassified it, but I didn't. Yeah, can't do it now, but whatever. Like, that's the grow up. But I mean, there's it's no- not a dick swinging contest, man. Okay, but that, that
0: probably guilty of sin there was really no need to go after him criminally for that. They could have worked that out. And if all that failed, but that is a crime. Um, they could have re-seized the documents without going through a formal criminal indictment. Just saying. It's also debatable about whether or not he does have every right to have those documents. But either way, for him to say he didn't or for people to accuse him of not, he had classified documents in his possession. There was no need to prosecute him for that. This one in, in Washington today, that's a little different because... I really don't know how he's going to spin it. I know how I would spin it,
1: and, and I would say, "I, I think fake news." <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to come down to that because some of those uh, posts—what is it, Truth Social? Yeah. Some of the things he posts on there are just—they're unhinged, and he really shouldn't be typing his own stuff. Uh, no, he, he really, really should not. But nobody's going to take that take that little uh, BlackBerry away from him or whatever he's using these days. Um, it's. He's just going to start screaming things. This He's going to start screaming the distracting kind of words again. He's just going to keep going back to it. And people are believing it. And there's, well, we already talked about it. There's reason to think maybe it is, maybe it
0: isn't. The only person who knows for sure is the person who's in power. For now. Do you think Joe Biden makes it to the end of this term? Yes. Really? I think so. You don't think they're going to impeach him, eh? <laughs> no. Okay, let right. me ask you. If it turns out, that the allegations are true. There's got to be a reason this judge looked at a plea deal that the DOJ worked out with Hunter Biden and said, no, 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 no. Let's find out what's going on here. Something happened. We know something happened. If Joe Biden, via several shell companies, received millions in bribes to do private work for Ukraine, of all places as the vice president of the United States and then spend all these years denying he'd never met them until there was irrefutable proof. And then it, could, then it turned into, well, I met them, but I didn't really like hang out with them or anything.
1: Why did people buy that excuse when Trump said it? Which one? Well, I, I meet a lot of people. And then everyone goes, yeah, he meets a lot of people. This
0: was a pretty serious conversation about if you do this for me as vice president, I will pay you this and we will send the money to you via this and you'll get it through that.
1: Remember when he said, I wouldn't rape her. She's not hot enough. Well, (laughs) hey, I I don't I'm not. America does what America does. Come on. I
0: uh, and the other one being we've heard the call. Hunter or at least seen the transcript of the call. I don't know if there's audio of it. Hunter Biden was sitting in the Oval Office or in the, the vice president's office. I'm here with the big guy. Don't fuck with me. You either do this or you're fucked. Something happened here. And it sounds like it was probably criminal. Should they arrest
1: or indict a sitting president? I don't know. Because I don't know enough about it. I I honestly don't. It's, we need to figure this out. If it's the case, then sure. Yeah, you should. How about no criminal activity in office? Can we
0: elect one son of a bitch that's not breaking the law, (laughs) that's not in it to get personal gain, that really just wants to make the country a better place? Can we have one person stand up with no agenda that just wants to do the right thing? And I mean everything right from the top down that wants to make sure you're on the right place on the international stage, right down to fix the fucking potholes. This is something that people drive over every day. Fix the shit. There's somebody that's got to get back to the business of running the country. And it seems like we don't have anybody that's interested.
1: I'm kind of sad that he can't run because he wasn't born in the country. But I kind of think Schwarzenegger would be a great president right now.
0: There's a couple people that I think would make great presidents. You you know, and I haven't even written him off yet. I don't know if it'll be this election or the next one. But he scares the shit out of me because he walks around like the godfather. But I feel like Andrew Cuomo would make a
1: good president. Uh, Yeah, he has. I think he has. Well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's a little he's, he's another one who i wouldn't rape her she's not uh, hot no. yeah yeah he's a
0: yeah oh, god but a smart politician if you can run New york state you could probably run the united states of america
1: yeah it'll be uh, uh it'll be a while i think before we find somebody that that uh that anybody can get behind that is really truly a middle ground person mm-hmm I could talk to you about this for hours, but... I know.
0: We kind of have. You got to go, because yes. Dave hasn't slept in like three days, Something. not adjusting well to the fill-in in the morning. Something like that. <laughs> we had a lot of people text in this week just to say, oh my God, it is so nice to hear the two of you on the radio together again in the morning. And when I thought about it, that hasn't happened in years.
1: Yeah. I mean, fill-in fill in here and there once in a while, but to have an extended you know, week plus where we're, we're working together again, it, it, I think it... Yeah, it sparks some memories for people. Uh, Octavia, the morning show producer, for example, she was a baby when we started doing a show together. It's true. She's
0: 22 years old. We started mornings in what, 2001?
1: Yeah. She was 22 years ago. Yeah, it was 22 years ago. It's wild to think that. And it, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. But what I always love, and I'm always super appreciative of it, is when people reach out and say how impactful that was in their lives, whether it be something that they, they did every day and, and we were part of their routine or they bring up something that we did. Most of the time, people bring up things that I, I have to be reminded about. Like we did a lot of things together on the radio that, I mean, when people say, I go, oh yeah, that's right. But if you said, can you write down 10 things that you did? I'd be like, Ooh, I don't know. But it's funny to see the things that resonate with people and stick with them. And they mean different things to different people at different times. Right. It's a, it's an honor to be able to do this kind of stuff. I don't think either one of us take it for granted. And I know Kat doesn't either. Nope. Um, it's, it's really special to be able to do this and to be able to uh, share those special moments with people or at least have a, an impact. Whether we're shooting the shit about politics or whether we're talking about the latest sex toy that's come out. I always was so proud of our ability to go from one topic to another and feel like it's all still fit. Yeah. And, and and I'm 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 honored to know that that still goes on today. Um you know the show is different than it was, but it's a great 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 show and I think it's better than ever and I think you and Cat are firing on all cylinders. And my job has changed quite a bit. I'm not on the air as much, but I still believe that I'm part of the show. You are. You know, and whether it be jumping in or whether it be having meetings and talking about things we could do for the show and all of that kind of stuff, it's it's nice to be able to do this stuff, and it really, truly is an honor to do it, and it, uh, it beats working for a living is usually how I describe <laughs> my job. All right. You go make America great again, yeah. and I'll see you soon. Vote for me. I'm a middle <laughs> ground guy. Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.